Woo! <clears throat> Hello, everybody. It's Monday. Are you guys excited? All right. Jesse is joining in. Here we go. Hello, sir. Hey, oh. What is going on? I need to turn my headphones down a little bit. <laughs> Risingly loud. What's up, Adele? <laughs> oh, what's what? Uh, I was just saying hi to people in the chat. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. All right. Um, I got locked out of my Twitter account. And What? What'd you do? What'd you do? Okay, so I hate the new Twitter interface. The It basically looks... Hey, Maggie. It basically looks like like a mobile interface, but it's it's on the desktop now. Right. The only positive thing is you can now do the thing where you log into multiple accounts and can switch between them, which is oh, great yeah. since I have like a million Twitter accounts. Right. So I tried to do that. I was in my personal account and I tried to log into Grolix and it locked me out. And I'm trying to verify it. It wants to send me a message to my phone number. It appears to have the right number. Not getting the message. So, no. I was just trying to promote the show. Instead, it made me late for the show. <laughs> All right. Well, we got a lot of. Curse you, Twitter. We got a lot of stuff today. So, let's kick into the intro music. <laughs> Welcome to the Grolix Lunchbox Live. This is Randy, and I'm joined by Jesse. That's me. That's him. Melanie should be along eventually. Uh, let's see. Well, it's Monday, so we got box office report. Uh, you know, honestly, it's not too exciting. There wasn't a whole lot out this weekend. Um, but but really, there's really no news either. No. Like, it's really boring, boring, boring stuff. Dead weekend. No news. Yep, nothing no announcements. Happened. No, of course, there's the ton of news. There's nothing but news. I was just till up like five minutes ago, I was still putting uh, new little news topics and stuff in our notes. So there's so much. And there's no way. There's no way we're going to cover it all in an hour. No way. That is quite possibly true because uh, we tend to get sidetracked. Right. So, and some of this stuff's really exciting. Some for, of it is for us in particular. Let's blow through the boring stuff first. And by boring stuff, I mean box office report, which is not always boring to me. But again, so there is only really one big movie that opened this weekend. Right. Uh, not to say not to down Spider-Man again. Right. It was Spider-Man. They re- re-released it again. <laughs> it was just that movie again. And Endgame. No. OK. So The Lion King, of course. Debuts with a record, this is according to Box Office Mojo, debuts with a record $185 million, and Endgame becomes global number one. Oh, they did it, huh? Apparently so, yes. Uh, So with an estimated $185 million, Disney's Lion King topped the weekend box office with a record opening weekend for the month of July, uh, topping the previous record, which was held by Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows Part 2. Mm. Um, this is the second largest opening of the year so far. All right. What was, see. what was first? I have no idea what was first. Oh man. <laughs> what could possibly have topped it? 
Now I'm trying to find, hold on real quick. Sorry, everybody. I'm trying to find the information about Endgame. Finally, this weekend saw a new king of the global box office in the form of Disney and Marvel's Avengers Endgame. The massive king. Okay, we know what this is. It topped Avatar, which was, which was held, uh, which has held the worldwide record. Jeez, uh, which has held the worldwide record gross for 10 years. But. Endgame's global tally now stands at $2.79 billion. So, you know, they, they made a little money off of that movie. Yeah, maybe. Maybe a little. I got all kinds of frogs in my throat. Those frogs. All Those right. Jerks. Sorry, I'm going to take a drink real quick. Did you see hey. movies this weekend? What'd you do? No, what do you got? No, I, I, I did nothing. I went to like, <laughs> I went to like, uh, well, I, I shouldn't say nothing. I went to a wedding on Saturday and then, um, yesterday I did the Pokemon Go community day, which has nothing to do with our, with the stuff we normally talk about here. But, you know, uh, that was, that was kind of fun. No, uh, they kind of teased that Team Rocket was going to be involved. We didn't see no Team Rocket. So I feel like that was, that was a, it was a dirty pool. That was bad form. That's false advertising. Niantic. Yeah, exactly. Uh, we we even stuck around a little later because we were like, oh, it'll happen after the event. It'll happen right after the event's over. So the event goes from four to seven, and and so we're we're just like, what was n- nothing? No, no? oh oh, because <laughs> we're both like huge Team Rocket marks, uh, Axton and I, and uh, yeah, it was it was a letdown. How did? I don't want to sidetrack us too much, but how did you're older than I am? <clears throat> yeah. Why Pokemon? What happened? Because I feel like I'm just outside of <laughs> I'm just old enough to where I was too old when it like exploded over here. Right. So I didn't really ever get into it. What happened to you? <laughs> happened to you? <laughs> oh yeah, it's I'm the wrong one. <laughs> Who pokied me, man? Who pokied me, man? Oh, that was uh, you know, like, it's oh. yeah, that was that was that was bad. Man, no. <laughs> Anyways, um, you know, the game is old, man. Like you think about that. That that's that's where what it boils down to. Uh, now, yes, America got a bigger like they got a bigger marketing push once the the show came out oh yeah it was around for a while though huh i mean it was on the original game boy and Uh, that is my domain (laughs) i get it okay that makes sense i get it we we had terrible batteries and we didn't care you couldn't see half the game we didn't care (laughs) let's see maggie says she was supposed to see lion king but opted to stay home because of the heat ended up doing extra research for the comic-con news for livecast last night yes if hey listeners if you missed it Maggie, Maggie and Sean specifically, but Maggie, who is always listening to us and then chatting us up, uh, she does a podcast, uh, specifically a live cast here on CastBox as well, called Cellmates, and uh, she had an episode last night, and you can actually go check out the replay of it, but they t- they covered a whole bunch of, because, okay, so we're beating around the bush so far this episode, but we will be talking about a lot of San Diego Comic-Con news stories this episode, but Last night, Maggie and Sean covered a whole bunch of animation-specific news stories at a Comic-Con. So if that interests you, you should definitely check it out. Yeah. Um, all right, back on topic. Show too. They, they talk, oh, sorry. No, <laughs> You're trying to re us. <laughs> back off topic. Uh, no, it was good. And and uh, they ran down the uh, their top, or 
Maggie's top 20 uh, animated dogs. And there's some good ones in there. A lot of good ones that I didn't even know about. Like, mm-hmm. like I was the number one. Nope. Not even on my radar. <laughs> I did. Listen she, had, in- she had sound reasoning for it, but I have no idea what this dog is. <laughs> and so and Mag- I will have to do my research. I did listen in Maggie. Um, just so you know, I was listening for the first bit and then my phone was being funky and saying like, I don't know, the connection was janky, even though I was on my Wi-Fi. Uh, so then I listened in for the second bit on the desktop, but comments were i don't know the chat was acting funny so but i was there for most of it let's see um let's do okay back back on track back box action. office box office okay so here's the top 10 for the weekend we'll blow through this quick and then get to the interesting stuff number one of course as expected lion king which is i keep hearing conflicting things but the general consensus i hear and i've not seen it is that it's not bad. The uh, CGI is amazing, but it's the Lion King. You've seen it. So, you know. Right. They basically did a shot for shot recreation with maybe some slight different with some different uh, voice actors. The biggest the biggest negative I hear in a lot of uh, reviews of it is basically like the Lion King story is good, but the photorealistic CGI kind of takes away some of the emotion that the character like the character's abilities to emote, which, you know, mm. plus, you know, old 2d. It's so weird to me. I'm so, I don't know, whatever. I'm getting old. It's weird to say the lion King is old 2d animation, but it is at this point. It's very old. Um, but the old 2d style Disney animation is, I mean, come on, that stuff's great. Uh, it's kind of sad that they don't do that anymore. Right. And that's even when they were already, whoops, that's even when they were already getting into computer-aided animation. So, um, The Lion King. Number two is Spider-Man Far From Home. Number three is well, that's Toy weird. Story. <laughs> yeah, right? Number three is Toy Story 4. So, God, Disney just owns the world. <laughs> they do. Man, they, they own, own the world. I mean, forget they own now. Man. Uh, number four was Crawl. So, hey, you know, some kind of horror thriller stuff uh, hanging on to the uh, top 10 charts. Number five is Yesterday. Number six is Stuber. Number seven is Aladdin. Oh, I guess Aladdin's been out for a while. I was going to say Aladdin fell below Stuber. Um, (laughs) Yeah, that is is kind of bizarre and alarming a little bit. (laughs) Number eight is Annabelle Comes Home. I'm not a fan of that series, but... Still horror in the top ten. I support it. Uh, speaking of, number nine is Midsommar. And number ten is The Secret Life of Pets 2. That's 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 our top list. Top ten. Top ten box office earners this weekend. Good job, movies. Okay, so... Maggie says Midsummer was decent. I'm curious about it. It looks good. Like it's, That definitely looks like the kind of movie I would go see. I'm very interested in it. It looks weird. Okay, so news out of San Diego Comic-Con. Now, first, I think we'll hit some of these kind of miscellaneous stories. And then I've got a bunch of information about the Marvel stuff. Because that's, you know. Because they basically won Comic-Con this year. Basically, yeah. Yeah. Maggie says, not in reference to Midsummer, not as good as the the ritual, in her opinion. Hmm. All right. <clears throat> Excuse me. 
I might hold off on that story for just a moment. Well, no, I already told Melanie that. I've seen Melanie join chat. I'm not sure what she's doing. Maybe she's having trouble. She's been having issues with the app recently, so she hasn't called in yet. But she um, uh, she said earlier that she was going to be on her way home. Uh, oh, so, okay. Yeah. Melanie. I hit call in, and it had me up on there. Like, I had called in, and I was talking, and I'm like, I didn't even realize you guys couldn't hear me. Oh, yeah. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> I didn't. Uh-uh. Yeah, yeah I didn't it, see I've it. been here for a few minutes. <laughs> oh, well, hi, Melanie. Hi. <laughs> hi. I'm glad we could finally catch up. You know, we could join your your podcast <laughs> that you've been doing by yourself. Yeah, we could do it. We're joining your conversation. Well, but... that's, it makes me feel better because I was like, gosh, nobody thinks I'm funny today. That sucks. <laughs> <laughs> You're always funny. All right. Thank you, baby. Matt D is in here. Hey, Matt D. Bart, the new Lion King nod to childhood or nasty cash grab? I uh, did, uh, I kind of feel Why like not all both. Of, I, Why yeah, not both? <laughs> I, I, I kind of feel like all of the live quote unquote live action. Why would they call this live action? It's 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 a CG, it's not even live action. Yeah, it's CG animated. But all the live action modern Disney remakes of old classics, I kind of feel like they're all nasty cash grabs. Yeah, they are. Because they're, they're kind of pointless, right? It's not like they're making significant improvements. Well, this one in particular, because they're not even changing much about the plot, from what I understand. Yeah. If they want to do like some technologically advanced, amazing thing, that's fine. But I don't know. I guess this way they can do their their tech experiments, their CGI f- fancy experiments, and guaranteed make money off of it. Because I say they can't. Blanking. They can't really do it without a theatrical release. I was going to say, usually this kind of thing would probably l- be left to like the direct-to-video kind of thing, but this mm-hmm. stuff is too expensive for them to even try that. They have to really release this to a mass market. Bart Just says, re- you mean they didn't the train the lions to sing? Not you know, it's just, it's lazy, but, yeah. you know. <laughs> it's lazy. <laughs> How could they not? Come on. <laughs> There's like, there's probably 300 animators who are like, oh yeah, real lazy. <laughs> oh, yeah, I mean, that's fair. That, that's fair. <laughs> okay, so news out of San Diego Comic Con. Uh, this one, uh, okay, I'm glad Melanie's here, although I told you about this yesterday. Doom Patrol returning for season two. Yeah. On HBO Max. What? What is this? What's HBO Max? This is a new thing. So I just seen a little bit about this. This isn't another service, is it? It's just part of HBO, right? It's like a HBO imprint. It's not like another HBO it's, Go now. It's everything. Another, it's another service. Is it so, really? Are you kidding me? It, I think it's another service. So, oh okay, my let's... god! Come on, HBO. You're gonna break your own really good idea. So on. It seems like a lot of the stuff that's on DC Universe. Somebody's. I think my landlady is mowing today. That's awesome. Um, yeah, listeners, in case you uh, you know hear the apocalypse. My neighbor, my neighbor is mowing too, so he probably won't hear it yet. But if he gets closer, my neighbor's it'll be, roofing. It'll so. be it'll it'll be all the art. It'll be all the outside work on this show today. Okay, so the HBO Max specifically. Let's jump into that real quick. Um, 
What am I on? I happen to be on Nerdist. All right, that's fine. So from what I know is you're, it's going to get HBO stuff, but it's also tied in with like uh, DC Universe will... Wait, what? I don't understand what this is. Okay, including as part of HBO Max's library are properties from Warner Brothers, New Line Cinema, DC Entertainment, Looney Tunes, CNN, TNT, TBS, True... What, what? Turner Classic Movies, Cartoon Network, Adult Swim, Crunchyroll, and Rooster Teeth. Like, what is... Is this just... <laughs> this is cable what? TV according to HBO, I guess. Yeah, yeah that's, that's what I was going to say. It's like the, the HBO cable. So Disney owns Hulu, and uh, HBO is doing this. This is their Hulu. Okay, so it's going to get the upcoming HBO... Or it's going to get HBO series, like the Game of Thrones prequels, Watchmen, um, Joss Whedon's new series, The Nevers. I did not know that was a thing. Mandy says HBO owns everything that isn't Disney. And he's right. <laughs> yeah, well... At least everything cool. I kind of feel like HBO's st- still been so anti-streaming services that this is maybe their way to, like... <laughs> They've overcorrected. Yeah. yeah. But it's so weird because... Okay, so from what I understand is... DC... Or Warner Brothers claims DC Universe is not going away. The DC Universe app is not going away at this point. But um, it sounds like everything that's on the DC Universe app, or at least the original series, which, you know, there's not too many, will be on this HBO Max. Like they're moving or they're going to be on both? I suspect eventually they're going to move, but they'll be on both. From what I heard. Okay. But, so, you know, already confirmed before is that Titans will be back for another season. Um, but the the big news story, the exciting one, is Doom Patrol returning for season two. You know, Swamp Thing was canceled, and that's disappointing. But and I watched a few episodes, and I was like, ah, okay, well, that kind of sucks. But what about Doom Patrol? That was my number one concern with the whole <laughs> Swamp Thing, DC Universe app in trouble, all that Doom Patrol that because that show is great. But yeah, season two, that's great. I'm super excited about that. I don't even need any details. It'll be good. <laughs> um, here's one that Paul Paul Harder shared with us the other day. Um, what's that name? Tyler Hochlin is he the one who comment like currently is usually Batman on the TV or Superman on the TV show? Yes, he's current. Yeah, he is uh, on Supergirl. He's Superman. Okay. Um, he was uh, he was also in Teen Wolf. The MTV version. What I never that doesn't exist. Yeah, yeah I never, not. I they play they play lacrosse on that show, so it's not real. It doesn't exist. Um, well, of course he's going to be Superman on uh for the Arrowverse crossover for an upcoming Arrowverse crossover. It seems like a well, weird attack on you know to this news story. <laughs> like, hey, he's going to be Superman, but he, like, yeah, he, he already was Superman. That's his character. So he's basically just going to continue being his character. Woohoo. But, so obviously that's not a news story. But the news story is Brandon Ralph, Ralph, will also suit up as Superman. Uh, because this will be a crossover event. Um, what is, what are they doing? 
Is this another it's crisis? Infinite crisis. Yeah. Yeah. So, this one's know. supposed to be called actually called infinite crisis. Oh, interesting. Okay. Oh, crisis on infinite earths. So they're actually doing, well, oh, yeah. they're doing that. That's what I mean. Anyway. Yeah. Cool. All right. So yeah. Um, so they're going to have two different Supermans. Yeah. And that's, they'll probably have more than two, but those are the two big, the big ones they're revealing. There'll probably be some nod to Superman returns and him being, I don't know, creepy or something, but, uh, he also plays, you know, Ray on legends. You also hear about Burt Ward. Oh yeah. Burt Ward's going to be in there. I don't know what he's going to do, but it'd be awesome if he was Batman, if he was basically doing a Batman 66 nod, that would be pretty cool. Uh, Matt D says, first off, he says, teen what? Michael J. Fox for life. Um, <laughs> but he also says, Brandon is supposed to be Kingdom Come Superman. Ooh. And then he says, Nightwing 66. Wow, how have I never Ooh. seen that anywhere? Like they've. <laughs> that's a great idea, yeah. Nightwing 66. That's, that sounds really fun, actually. <laughs> All right. And then, I wish they would continue doing stuff like that with the 66 universe like they did with uh, William Shatner and, and Two-Face. They did the direct-to-animated direct to video uh, version mm-hmm. of that. I'd like to see them expand that. Yeah, they still got Burt Ward. See yeah. some Burt Ward voice some Nightwing 66. How do you do direct-to-animated? Yeah, it's a direct-to-video, but animated. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. Uh, yes, who would do Adam West? No, 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 no. See, that's how we get around it. Nobody. It's Nightwing. It's Robin after Batman. You do a uh, Batgirl 66. You, I mean, you could do it a lot of different ways without, without uh, you know, even touching onto the uh, Adam West stuff. And doesn't Adam West always do Adam West? Yeah. Okay. He usually, yeah. When he's alive, he does. So, good work around Matt D. Yep. Yep. I. Yep. I agree. So, uh, first clip of Rick and Morty season four released. I got nothing to say. I haven't watched this clip yet. It's all right. It's okay. I mean, it's funny, but it doesn't even have Rick in it. So. Oh really? Yeah. It's all Morty and Jerry, and this oh. new character that is voiced by uh, Taiki. Uh, Taika oh. Waititi. Yeah. So that's kind of fun. That guy's great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We like we like things he does. He does things people like. Yeah. We're way behind on Rick and Morty. Way behind. Yeah, I'm not sure what happened. No, I, I uh, what happened. That season was so good, too. I mean, it, I mean, it's different, though. It's definitely different than season two, but they've all been like that. Yeah. All right. <clears throat> I'm sorry, guys, for the throat clearing. All right. So, okay. Here's what I'm assuming is going to eat up a chunk of our time. The Marvel San Diego Comic-Con news. Mm-hmm. You guys ready for this? Mm-hmm. Let's, let's do it. Let's I'm not just sure. jump in. Yeah, I'm not sure how to tackle it. First, so they pretty much released their Phase 4 timeline. Right. Um. And I have this listed out. I guess I could run through that real quick, and then we can kind of dive into... I have some notes on mainly the movies. Like, notable things about each movie. Although, mm-hmm. there are several series, and man, it sounds like they're getting weird with 
with some of the yeah yeah see this is the thing i mean this calls back to our hbo max talk uh in that so a lot of this uh, most almost over half of this that they announced is actually gonna just drop on their their new service Mm mm-hmm Matt D says, I'm on the edge of my seat, even though I paid for the whole chair. <laughs> I enjoy that quite a bit. <laughs> I think that's really good. Yeah, I like that. That's a good visual right there. <laughs> okay, so first up, in the Marvel's Phase 4 cinematic universe, Black Widow, which will be out May, well, it's scheduled to be out May 1st, 2020. Um, so we have no Marvel stuff for a while. Yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. Uh, I think it looks like it was Spider-Man Far From Home and then that nothing for a while. Nothing. Maggie says Widow. looking forward to Loki and Wanda and Vision, which they're calling WandaVision. WandaVision. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so then after that we got the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. This is a Disney Plus thing. This will be in fall 20. Are they really going to go like are they really saying, hmm, it's not going to be a whole lot of movies. It's good. There's not a whole lot of movies at all scheduled. So the Falcon and Winter Soldier, I'm assuming. So are these Disney Plus things? Are these series? Are they going to be miniseries? Or are they like? There's some kind of series. Straight to, okay, okay. So obviously you could tell what this is going to be, um, but that's scheduled for fall of 2020. And then the Eternals, November 6th, 2020. And they have some big, uh, I, I don't know, I can't remember them off the top of my head, oh, but I there's a bunch of big names to that. Yeah, I got them. We'll break down into, we'll break into okay. these a little bit more. Um, well, maybe this, maybe it doesn't make sense to do it that way. Let's break into them as we go through. So I'm going to jump back to Black Widow. Um, just a couple notes about Black Widow. Cast includes David Harbour. He's, we, we've been talking about that guy a lot lately on the show. Uh, so <laughs> who? <laughs> the Grolix Harbor cast. Um, <laughs> we, we harbor no grudges here. <laughs> uh, this will, the Black Widow will take place before the events of Infinity War. Uh, you think? Uh, <laughs> uh, Budapest is a major location which is a callback to a mention in Avengers because of course if you're doing a prequel you have to you have to be like oh yeah that's they mentioned that in one of the movies <laughs> yes otherwise it's not a real prequel and it will feature the villain although they don't know in what capacity the taskmaster yes okay i don't know taskmaster it's like the only thing i'm excited about <laughs> I don't taskmaster know that. Taskmaster is uh, he's he's a character that can uh, basically do any kind of like physical movements. He he can he's he can perfectly mimic your style of of physical attack uh, just by seeing it. He he can uh, he has that instant recall and it translates to his physical ability. So he can study a, a video of Bruce Lee and then fight like Bruce Lee forever. Uh, I mean, until he doesn't want to. Okay, well, I just didn't know if it was something like it limited, like he, he can do it, but then he forgets it. And I don't, you know, I don't think it's himself. limited. I don't think it's limited. But I mean, like he doesn't have any special abilities beyond that. Like that's that is his superpower. Is, yeah, that's enough. And he yeah, can do every, yeah. every kind of fighting ever. So like he can fight like uh, Captain America, but he doesn't have that enhanced strength. Mm-hmm. He just fights like him. 
Uh, Maggie says he sounds kind of boring, but I guess Natasha needs a villain who doesn't have a superpower. Uh, it's kind of, I mean, Marvel. The whole, the whole thing of Marvel's villains are basically the hero have the hero's abilities. So you know that whole kind of thing. It's basically the hero but evil. This kind of sounds like it's literally the hero but evil. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Mimic the hero. Okay. Anyway, I was just going to say that Paul, Paul read my mind, picturing Neo in the matrix, learning Kung Fu. Yeah, that's basically it. It's like, Oh, I know Kung Fu. And Ryan, hello, Ryan says also theoretically the best dancer in the world. Yeah. Legit. Uh, Yeah. He he better have a cool cool school mask. There a school mask. There is a picture. Where did I? Sorry. Hold on. Why, why do I have to look at it? Like that translates to the listeners being able to, there is a picture. It does look like he has a, a cool, maybe metallic looking skull mask or something. Hmm. Um, yeah. But, Cause that's the coolest thing about his character design. So if they Baron Z mode him, it would be pretty disappointing. Okay. So I didn't have much to add on Falcon and the winter soldier, the Eternals. Yes. Okay. November 6, 2020. You are right. There's, a lot of big people, uh, big names in the cast, including, and I think the big announcement from this weekend was Angelina Jolie. Also, some, yeah, also Selma Hayek. And uh, there are several other people, but only one that really caught my eye. Camille Nanjiani. Another guy I keep mentioning on the show lately. (laughs) (laughs) Most people are probably, who? Come on, he's great. And last week I did say I hope his career goes down the drain so that we can get more of his podcast that he used to do. <laughs> I'm backtracking right. that. Plus, now he's in a Marvel movie, so come on, that's like I yeah, know he's never, got it. Never ever happening, unless he, he wants it. Out of that, yeah. Okay, next, Shang Chi, and this is one that really like I what Shang Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings to be out February twelfth, two thousand twenty one. Um, all I know, I don't know this character. All I know is it will feature the Mandarin for real this time. Whitewash, uh, Matt asks. I don't know. I don't believe so. That's kind of the thing. They're... No, they, they showed a few, uh, or no. Oh, wh- what was it? Uh, Zichun is, a, that's the guy that we interviewed for the podcast. Yes. Yeah. He, uh, he tweeted, um, about how excited he was about it and how uh, he, he, I don't know if these were his like his uh, fan casting or, or what, but he posted several pictures of, of Asian actors uh, in conjunction with this movie. So maybe they released some of that information, uh, but he was pretty excited about it. No. Yeah. They're, yeah, they're, they're not whitewashing this one, which is good because they, I think they're trying to make good on some of their, weird decisions like in Dr. Strange and right. I don't know that they are worried about the Netflix stuff. So not that that's really why I'm excited about Shang-Chi. He's one of those characters that I've kind of, I dip in and out of, but I've always kind of enjoyed, but he's basically like, uh, he's basically Bruce Lee for the Marvel universe. Cool. Yeah, cool. I'm down. Looking through these, the interesting thing is they're obviously doing more off. 
I don't know, odd stuff. There's like some right. really weird projects in this phase. Okay, so, oh, did I, we did skip over the Eternal. No, we didn't. Uh, Paul said, jumping back about the Eternals, I suspect the Eternals will say, suffer the same fate as Black Bolt and the Immortals. I don't know. Um, I don't know. This is a bigger, this is a much bigger deal than... Uh... Well, and they don't have, like, I. there's only two movies scheduled for 2020. So this is going to be one of their, like, it's got to be big. It's got to be tentpole. I don't see them just, like, scrapping yes. it. Especially I'm if thinking they have Guardians. Angelina Jolie and Selma Hayek signed on. Yeah. It, okay, so I, I do have comments on guardians and stuff um what's after okay so then we get spring 2021 wandavision which will be on disney plus <laughs> and i didn't read a lot about this but i did i mean it's so it's gonna have scarlet witch and vision somehow mm-hmm. but apparently this it also sounds like it's gonna be kind of a head trip and very strange awesome. and we'll have some type of impact leading into the next thing, uh, the next movie, which is Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. That title makes me chuckle a little bit every time, which will be out May 7th, 2021. This is all wave four. Oh, Matt D says, I think the Eternals might be the setup for the overall arc in wave four and five. Okay, interesting. I see what you're saying. WandaVision sounds like a cheap video game system. I got to be honest, like that title, when I... I didn't connect that with it being the Scarlet Witch or Vision show. I was like, what is WandaVision? It, it, it sounds like <laughs> the title of a, of a comedy special by Wanda Sykes or something. Yes. <laughs> yes. yes. That's what it now, is. Now Wanda that's Sykes what I want. Was, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, so Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Uh, <laughs> kind of interesting. Uh, so this is supposed to be supposedly, according to Kevin Feige, uh, the closest to a horror thriller the Marvel Cinematic Universe has ever come. But because he's Kevin Feige and because they need to make all the money and they can't restrict this to, you know, a niche audience, he assured everybody it'll be PG-13 and you're going to like it. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. There we go. Feige, you heard it first. Matt D says, yeah. Um, But... Whatever, you know, I didn't expect them to start putting out rated R Doctor Strange movies. They did. Uh, they did get like a horror guy to direct it, though, didn't they? Yeah, and I think he said um, that he really wanted. He was trying to dip into gothic horror, which is not what I would have expected. I'd expect more like psychedelic horror. Um, oh yeah, but that's okay. Yeah, I'm I'm down with a kind of horror infused Doctor Strange movie. He does um, some, I mean, like some of the times when Doctor Strange, you know, goes into the different realms, it's creepy. Uh, Ryan says, I feel if they do Nightmare like they did Mysterio, they could do some pretty scary scenes. Oh, yeah. Um, Maggie, Disney. Sorry. Yeah, no, just go ahead and stop the mower right outside my window and sit there. That's what I want. Maggie says, Disney and horror does not translate well. Yeah. Um, this movie will also feature Scarlet Witch. Nope, yeah. Oh, and that's the thing is they're they're talking about um, that she's going to be, uh, or at least she's been teasing this that 
this is the witch. She, you know, we've gotten Wanda before, but now they're emphasizing the witch portion of her powers and her personality. So are they going to define her powers in the slightest? Who knows? Probably not. <laughs> but I'm so sure it'll, I'm sure it'll get expanded because they're going, they're probably going into different realms as indicated by the title. Yeah. Oh. They're, maybe they're finally going to be like, Oh look, they could have, they could have like, finished off half the movies we had them in before. Okay. Maggie says I can, by the way, she can hardly hear the mower. Okay, good. Good. Yeah, but I couldn't hear it, so. Okay, awesome. It's very loud here. Paul says I have an echo. I I don't know where that would be coming from. I'm not noticing one. Who's Who's echoing? Echo, echo. Yeah, whose voice is echoing? That will help us. Okay, anyway. Um, after Doctor Strange, we got Loki in spring of 2021. And that'll be Disney+. Plus. Everybody knows about that. It's been coming up for a while. Clearly, they had to specify this will be, you know, what happens to Loki after his appearance in, uh, in Infinity War. Well, no, or uh, Endgame. Well, yeah, we know. That's the only time it could be. <laughs> does he grow? Does he grow a ginger frog? <laughs> um, we what were we watching? Wallander, the British version of Wallander, has Tom Hiddleston in it, and he's got a very curly, very curly hairdo, and so <laughs> we, we like to talk about that. Melanie and I. Um, what if? Summer 2021, Disney Plus. I didn't even... Now, this is new to me. I didn't know this was a thing. Uh, I don't have a lot of information, but, I mean, it's what if. I'm assuming it's going to be what we think it is. I I would assume. It's even animated from what I understand. Oh, is it? Okay. Um, uh, which would be good, especially if they're going to tie in the Stan Lee character at all. I don't know if they are. Um, but basically, you know, the way that all the what if comic books always started was with The Watcher. They're on the moon. And um, then he would just like tell you about what if this happened instead of what we know. And uh, so it'll basically be their cartoon Elseworlds project. What's kind of interesting about this is, okay, well, first off, Jeffrey Wright, um, who from Westworld, he will voice the narrator um, (laughs) as in the form of uh, the watcher. Uh, but what's interesting is the cast will include, like, the, you know, it's going to be, so it's animated, but they're getting the people from, you know, the actual From actors. all the properties? Yeah, yeah Michael to B. voice Jordan act? Be, cool. Uh, Killmonger, uh, Josh Brolin will be Thanos, Thanos, Mark Ruffalo, Tom Hiddleston, Samuel Jackson, like, the, all of them, you know? So that's that's kind of cool. Yeah. Jeff Goldblum is Grandmaster. They're going to have Grandmaster in there. Oh, okay. man. Sold. Sold. <laughs> yep. Yep, Getting I'm Disney in. Plus just for that. Uh, Paul says Ghost Rider got greenlit on Hulu. Really? But they that's that strikes me as so odd because they've been doing they've been doing that though. Like uh, Kevin Smith is supposed to be doing like two different projects for Hulu, like a uh, Howard the Duck thing and something what? else. Yeah, and it's for Hulu specifically. So good. So they have some strange deal already worked out with Hulu. I think that was before they decided to do a bunch of this. Yeah, oh, uh, like, like I said account. earlier, 
Disney owns most of of Hulu, so they have oh some deals. Well, but then Feige's going to hate <laughs> all of it, and then it's going to get canceled. Yeah, what's the point? No, no, you can take away the Netflix shows. I'm done with. I'm done with it. I'm done with your shows. <laughs> speaking of speaking of shows, I, I guess I'm done with is Hawkeye Fall 2021. <laughs> this will be on Disney Plus. <laughs> uh, I got no notes on this one. Whatever, it's Hawkeye. Yeah, I don't know. It could be any number of things. It'll be fine if they get the right writers. It'll be good, even. But. Mm-hmm. You got to really uh, like Hawkeye, which I is th- why they gave him his own standalone movie. Oh, wait, they didn't. <laughs> I, I liked this. There was some Hawkeye that I read that I thought was fantastic. Oh, but, no. Yeah. You get the Jeff Lemire stuff in particular. Yeah. Do it. Yeah. All right. And here's the last big one from their phase four announcement. And the best one. Thor, Love and Thunder. <sighs> Which <laughs> Melanie already got. <laughs> now, okay, okay. First, my first thing I noticed in their little graphic is it is a very Thor Ragnarok ish design title. I do believe uh, Taika Watiti is still yep. signed on to do the sequel. So I'm excited because Ragnarok was great. However, the big announcement is that Natalie Portman is Thor. Which I don't understand. So, oh, jumping back a moment, Paul says he's support, supposedly training Kate Bishop in his standalone. Oh, that could be uh, interesting. Talk about Hawkeye. Oh, that's good. Okay, so Natalie Portman is Thor. Mm. This did surprise me a little bit because I just assumed they were setting up Valkyrie to. I, I, I have a feeling Valkyrie will be there. But oh yeah. I, and probably a major character, which is good. She should be. Uh, but I'm, I suspected, I don't know. I didn't expect them to do the female Thor thing. I figured it would just be Valkyrie would mm-hmm. take the place of whatever the Thor role or movie would be. Right. Uh, instead, they're doing, they're obviously doing the Thor God of, goddess of thunder insp- uh, inspired storyline matt d says so jane has cancer then i mean i don't know she did have like uh an infinity stone in her (laughs) so if that if if anything could give you cancer it's one it's one of those (laughs) she disappeared and so i assumed she was gone and that's where she should have stayed yeah i mean the the majority of the last several movies from they've made a point to just write her out as quick as possible because she didn't come back for it or whatever, or they didn't want to pay for it or spend the time on her character. So I'm very surprised to see whatever she's back for it. And she's going to be Thor. She didn't like the process. I, as what I heard is that she just was not on board with how Disney likes to make movies. So you take a leading role. I know. I know it is. It is a shock. It is a shock. Um, Maybe they're like, well, once you're one of the superheroes, you're CG all the time. You don't even have to be here. Maybe that's it. I don't know. Because she just she just phoned in her performances for the first two, it seemed like. And and you could tell she wasn't digging it. Matt D says money. Paul Harder says now she wants that mouse money. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, that's probably what it comes down I'm to. I'm sure they yeah. paid out a pretty penny for her. Um, well, God help us. Hopefully she has fun this time. Because <laughs> hopefully, hopefully this is better than the comic book version. 
<laughs> well, you know, like I, I think it started well and it ended well, but it had a lot of nonsense in the middle. So, okay, we have as the show, like we reference the female Thor, the goddess, specifically Thor, goddess of thunder, a lot on the show, and it's usually not in a positive light. But that's because that is our go-to example of. So a lot of people complain about Marvel's quote-unquote SJW agenda, and we don't, we don't, we're not like that. We don't buy into that. However, we always point to Thor, Goddess of Thunder, as the sixth issue of the, of the run because like the it infected, five issue it infected the whole trade. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know, I know, it ruined the whole trade for, for because you. it's got an example of. That, like, trying to be more exclusive done wrong, or more inclusive done wrong. Like, it's okay if they're going to have a female take over the role of Thor. Um, And, of course, because it's comics temporarily, because they got to reset everything eventually. But there's a moment where she goes to fight another, she goes to fight a villain who's also a woman, and the villain's like, you know what? I get it. I admire you. I give up. No, no. <laughs> so that is our go-to of like how that's done wrong. So that's all I could think of is when I, as soon as I heard Natalie Portman as Thor, I even Melanie messaged me about it. And I was, I replied, I was like, so do you think all the supervillains are going to give themselves up because they quote, get it? <laughs> that said, whatever, man, I'm kind of interested. I'm still curious to see what they do that, with this. Uh, Ragnarok was awesome. Same writer director. Tit- I'm on Titania is is the character in question here that that just gave up. She even knocked out the constrictor. Like it's like just, they didn't. He didn't. She didn't even win. Like Thor, uh, the goddess of thunder, didn't even like beat the baddies in this because Titania just knocked out her boyfriend and and went willingly. Mm-hmm. So it was like the worst possible female empowerment moment it was not good it like it was just because she was a woman she's like oh okay yeah. like she didn't know this woman she'd just seen a woman in the thor outfit it's like you know what i admire that take me to jail it's not that's not what criminals do <laughs> i mean uh, you know and we're we've fallen down this hole again but um aside from that um I think that there's a lot of opportunity, like thinking about that, that intro in particular, the way that uh, Thor is not worthy and the uh, impact that it has on him. Uh, and we've kind of seen this in Endgame. Um, seeing uh, Hemsworth come back and not be worthy and have to deal with, uh, you know, the female Thor and probably not even know that it's Jane for a good portion of the, of the intro. Um, I could, I could really see and enjoy that on a live screen. But Jane isn't even from their planet. How is she going to be? Well, she wasn't in the comics either. I mean, she's just worthy. So she picks up the hammer. I mean, cat was worthy. He got lightning power. Uh, So (laughs) no, I mean, it makes sense because they kind of set it up. They, you know, they made a, what's uh the dude Thor. So, the big Thorbowski. So they kind of <laughs> the set up that he's yeah. like just, you know, falling off that superhero wagon. Plus he's got to be a rolling. He, he's got to be rolling around with the uh, guardians. Come on. Yeah, that's true. 
Oh, Matt asks if it's Milner, and uh, th- that's what they had at uh, San Diego Comic Con when they made the announcement. They had. Oh yeah, she had. They had her, her walk out it. with it. Yeah. Uh, Matt. Oh, Paul, oh, jumping back a little bit. Paul asked, "Do we also ignore the Asian Hulk who always has cup of noodles?" Interesting. I didn't know that was a thing. Hmm. Yeah, totally awesome Hulk. Was uh, Amade- Amadeus Cho. After I mean, I knew- uh, Bruce Banner died. It's it's named Totally Awesome Hulk. Yep, that's yeah, that the name the of book. the book. Yeah. That's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> totally awesome. He's got like a faux hawk too. It's ridiculous. Okay, so um yeah, so that's that's phase four. To be honest, like I I was ex- the Eternals and Black Widow. And then some of the ser- the series I knew about, but the other what appeared to be big tentpole movies are I was very surprised by uh, oh, yeah. Shang Chi I didn't see coming Doctor Strange is not you know this Doctor Strange sequel is not see- uh, surprising but I, that title is surprising to me <laughs> and uh, <laughs> that take on Thor is surprising to me right. Now, what about the other stuff? What about all the other stuff? Oh, man, all the stuff that they just like, oh, and we can't even get into this stuff, but we'll just throw them out. <laughs> yeah, so this is looking like phase five stuff. Um, Black Panther, and, and yeah, this is, Feige just threw a bunch of stuff out at the end of the panel. Um, Black Panther 2 and the Guardians 3, you know, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, I'm assuming. Uh, these were previously confirmed, but newly confirmed, uh, Captain Marvel 2, the Fantastic Four, and Blade, which Blade surprises me, but yeah, good. Now, and you saw who, yeah, and you saw who they cast. We're not getting, uh, we're not getting Wesley Snipes Blade. No. I don't know this person by name. Hold on. I want to look them up. Oh, you know who they are. That's Cottonmouth. Oh, yes, you're right. So, uh, is it Marshala Ali? Yeah. I, I'm not sure if I said his Mahershala. name. Mahershala. Mahershala. Uh, let's see. I'm not sure. Paul Harder, can it, lead up, can it all lead up to a secret invasion story? I mean, I think they can do anything. Eventually, but they haven't really built the scrolls as bad guys yet. Like they're just kind of misunderstood right now. So they're just oh, okay. the not Cree at the at the at this point. Cottonmouth, awesome. That that is good forever. Yeah, doesn't name. that that changes things quite a bit? That is he forever. That's part of season one. Okay, well, cool. I'm good with that. Um, oh, wait. If the Netflix series were canon, what's that mean? <laughs> okay, according to a cinema vampire all along. According to a cinema blend article uh, from about two hours ago, apparently he pitched the Blade movie to Marvel. Oh, and uh, apparently they bought it. I mean, they bought into it. They're like, okay, let's do this. So that's interesting. Um, but yeah, I don't have really any information on stuff beyond that right now. It's it's out there, but a lot of that stuff is looking like 2022, maybe. 
right some of it but i mean if what this is what phase four phases one through three took like 12 years or something so um yeah what else which is what um <laughs> okay it got so it got uncomfortably quiet to where no. i was like did i just get cut off let's nope. see no nope you're good paul says that has to upset snipes he's been pitching the same thing for years yeah i, I, bet, I bet he's not fond of it but i you know it's ahead. moved on I I, 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 yeah i like wesley snipes as blade i thought he was great um he's part of what i think made blade work but then again it doesn't just take wesley snipes because the third blade movie was awful yeah uh, Matt D says he has other problems right now. That's <laughs> it's all true. Yeah, but Marvel money can fix some a lot of problems. <laughs> it can also cause some or, other. Or yeah, now that, you, now that I mentioned <laughs> it, he has a bad history of certain things. Okay, yep. Change can be good, Paul says. Hey, it's Cottonmouth. I'm down for it. Although Cottonmouth King. <laughs> I don't know why. Um. Oh, what else? Let's see, real quick. So today is Monday. There should be a Grawlix Cinematic Universe episode out, but there isn't because I was done with editing for the weekend. Um, I did, however, instead spend a lot of that time I should have been editing GCU, which I'm going to work on this afternoon, so that should be out tomorrow. I don't like doing that, but whatever. Well, remind us what what your uh, okay what so this episode will be. Grawlix Cinematic Universe. Uh, which is one of our podcasts, will be out tomorrow, I promise. Uh, which We recorded it Friday. That's another part of the issue. But uh, we discussed Django Unchained and Wild Wild West. Wiki wiki. Which is quite the pairing. And it's his uh, favorite movie, somehow. The Wild Wild West, to me. So, oh gosh, yeah, okay. Um, I, I like. Oh, I'm sorry. I like that Jesse's typing me notes in the the doc, like a secretive. <laughs> but then I reply to it verbally. <laughs> I was trying to do it on the sly. I was like, "Hey, remember this thing before we run out of time?" <laughs> Movie homework, guys. Hey, anybody in the? I don't know. So far, we've been hitting like recent stuff on Netflix. If anybody has any suggestions, hit us up real quick. But first. Uh, so GCU, tomorrow we'll be talking about Django Unchained and Wild Wild West. We review each. It's very interesting because Wild Wild West, apparently people love this movie, including Jasper. I did not, and so that's an interesting conversation. Um, and then we also combine them because that's what we do on Cinematic Universe. We, we mesh them together. And uh, yeah, that was actually kind of fun. And then... Um, so let's let's talk about this movie homework, guys. Okay. What is coming to Netflix that's new? That that's always a good question. That's kind of the thing. That's what I try ask. to hit because I want yeah. to hit something that you know not that most people have access to. So mm-hmm. if they want to watch it and then join us, we'll be back Wednesday to talk about our movie homework. Join us Wednesday to tell us their thoughts on it. 
Um, so that's why we usually hit recent stuff on Netflix. We want something interesting and, you know, fairly recent, but also accessible to everybody. Um, if you don't have Netflix, you know somebody who does. Yeah. Yeah. What is today? The 22nd. Oh, interesting. Okay. Well, Inglorious Bastards will be on, <laughs> it hit the service. That's a little late. Last episode, we did Inglorious <laughs> Bastards for GCU. Um, the 24th. Okay, nothing that. A little week on movies this month, it looks like. Paul says, I watched an Orca Kill a Great White Shark documentary. It, interesting. Hmm. Awesome. Netflix in July. I mean, basically, it was Stranger Things. <laughs> basically. Yeah. We were talking about uh, that Sam was it Samuel Jackson uh, who has got Brie, Brie Larson in it though uh, that unicorn oh, show we were yeah. we were talking about that last time we were trying to figure out something you're right what's that called A unicorn store sure. or something yeah um you know what? let's do it that I don't know why not why not it's got the it's basically got the Captain Marvel leads so we can thematically it kind of works. I am not really interested in seeing it, but sometimes it's good to, you know, force yourself into uh, <laughs> something you wouldn't normally watch. And if we hate it, you know, we'll have things to say about it. And we'll have more to say about it. Matt yeah. says it's fantasy. It should be interesting. Okay. Okay. Well, it's All fantasy. Right. See, I know very little about it. So yeah. Okay. Unicorn store on Netflix. We're doing it. That's what we're going to watch. So if you've seen it, or if you have time in the next couple of days, you should watch it and then join us Wednesday. And that's what we will be talking about. Plus other news and stuff like we do. Um, yeah. yeah. That's what we have in unicorn store for you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's a thing that happened. <laughs> that is a, that is a thing. <laughs> okay. Unicorn store. All right. So, oh, God, when's Doom Patrol coming? I want it. <laughs> yeah, you want it now. Oh, God. <laughs> well, uh, were there any other, real real quick, before we forget, was there any other, like, because um, we talked a little bit of trailers, but basically all that was out oh. for trailers was, uh, was Jay and Silent Bob reboot and um, Top Gun last time we talked. And there's been a lot more since then. Uh, anything you guys watched that you were like super pumped about? Well, no, we watched, we watched, I was looking for some yesterday and I didn't find Melanie. Do you remember which trailers we watched? I didn't find anything. Uh-huh. I didn't find a whole lot that we didn't discuss Ooh, on the Friday Mr. Rogers show. one. That one just dropped on my feed this morning. Anyways, I don't know when it came out. Yeah, that's right. Who's Mr. Roger? Tom Hanks. Cats. No, we saw that. We saw that. <laughs> we talked about that. Oh, we, Reacted pretty much the way most people did. Yeah, right. With confusion, terror. What? I I thought I reacted pretty well, but then I was surprised at what they chose to make CGI and what was not. Mm -hmm. But other than that, they look like cats. Like those show cats. I mean, no, I mean I get that, but then why not just have them in their cats like? Do the stu- like the stage style costumes, 
but you know, nice. Like, well, since- yeah, that's that's what I'm saying. I don't get it. I don't understand. They went like the opposite way of what they should have with what they CGI. Oh, now I can just say it. Westworld uh, season three. Yes. Okay. Good one. Yeah, we did watch that trailer. Uh, I enjoyed this quite a bit more than the first trailer they released just because we actually get Westworld stuff. Uh, the first trailer they released, I don't know, a couple months ago, um, it focused on a new character played by, what's his name? Uh, it escapes me now. Breaking Bad guy. Breaking Bad guy. He's also in Bojack Horseman as Todd. Yeah. Something Aaron. Um, anyway. Brady's like, he should be making meth. What's he doing here? Yeah, what's he doing here? He's been making meth or bumming on Bojack's couch. So, but this new trailer, we get a lot more, you know, of the characters we know. And we actually kind of get an idea of what the plot line of the season's looking like. I, I'm still, I, I miss, I miss, I want to see more West stuff, but we, I don't know, we got some other interesting settings. Like there's a, what is that World War Two world? Maybe yeah, yeah, Inglorious Bastards world. <laughs> yeah, um, but I I dug the tone of it of the trailer. I love Westworld. Seasons one or, one and two are awesome. I'm down with it. I have a feeling some people are gonna like. I've already seen articles about how leaving Westworld is a problem for is a problem for Westworld or something, and I'm like, ah, you haven't even seen the season yet. What are you talking about? Well, clearly um, they're not completely out of the park either. No, and it's still like you're within the world. It's 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 a super sci-fi futuristic world. You're still in the world of Westworld, even if you're not in the Wild West theme park. So um, wild, wild, wild west, wicked, wicked, wild west theme park. So, <laughs> oh god, that's what we should have done. <laughs> wild, wild west world. Woo! Oh, missed that opportunity. Oh, th- that would, dude, that actually would have been the perfect Wild Wild West and the original Westworld movie would have been yeah. a really good pairing. Holy crap! Oh. Ooh, maybe Hateful Eight in Westworld. <laughs> <laughs> there okay. you go. Anyway, uh, so I, I liked it. I liked it. I don't know. Melanie, what did you think of Westworld trailer? Um, I was all right with it. It seemed good. Um, I'm excited for it either way. Right. Like we weren't going to watch it. Right. Uh, Paul Harder says, Wild Wild West Wing. Oh, God. <laughs> that's, that's what we have right now. That's a good point. That's a good point. Uh, Especially with all the racism in that movie. Okay, so... (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yep. (laughs) All right. Well, we're going over time, so that's all we got. That's all we got, everybody. Uh, Thanks for sticking around if you're still here. see a lot of listeners. Uh, Glad you tuned in. (laughs) (laughs) We're glad. So we have, you're here. We are the Grolix Podcast. You can check out our regular podcast here on CastBox or anywhere else you listen to podcasts. It's the Grolix Podcast. We also have a spinoff movie review podcast that I mentioned not long ago called Grolix Cinematic Universe. Also available everywhere. Uh, you can go to you can find it all at our website. Go to GrolixPodcast.com. It's G-R-A-W-L-I-X podcast.com. And uh, yeah, thanks for joining us. Uh, We hope you have a good Monday. We're going to watch the Unicorn Store and be back Wednesday. Same time. Same Grolix station. Yeah.
And if you ever miss any of these, you can check out replays here on CastBox. Just search up Grolic's Lunchbox Live. But uh, so that's what I got. Yeah. Uh, Patreon.com slash Grolic's Podcast. <laughs> Theme song! Did you, did you uh did you guys see any of the toys that are coming out with San Diego Comic Con? Because that winds up being like one of the other like huge San Diego things. I see no none of them. Nothing about none any of, them? of it. Uh-huh. Oh yeah. No, a yeah, lot I of like cool He Man stuff. The He Mans. The them He Mans. They're pretty sweet. And then they did like um a WWE wwf uh crossover with he-man so they have like the one that i thought of you specifically with was uh they have a macho man randy savage Uh but it's uh it's like the battle armor he-man so like when you hit his chest it shows battle damage like it'll flip oh that is that is pretty slick that might be the coolest thing i didn't know i ever wanted right (laughs) that is actually pretty cool yeah and i think uh uh sting he ha- he gets like the crab claw, like because uh, he's a scorpion. He gets like clawfuls, crab claw thing. Chop chop chop. Clawfuls. It's, it's pretty clawful. Um, yeah, and then the new day. There's like three of them. They're like a three man uh, tag team stable or whatever. They're manny faces, so you just like turn the thing on the top of the head, and it just switches between the three of them. Which I thought that was pretty darn clever. Yeah, that's a pretty good. Like, I wouldn't have random... thought that I would even like that. You know, like that doesn't seem like a, a mashup I would enjoy, but it's actually pretty ridiculously fun. It's, I mean, it's definitely something I would have never thought of, but actually, it's kind of perfect. It makes a lot of sense. Yeah. <sighs> Interesting. Episode. I was so, yeah. We're, what? Oh, I was I was joking uh, that they really missed an opportunity. They don't have a they don't have a He Man uh, or a, they don't have a Hulk Hogan He Man uh, crossover. Probably because they're like not sure what to do with Hulk Hogan right now. Like is he oh, or isn't yeah. he? You know, like there's still there's still a little bit of distance there. But I thought, man, you really you're really missing the mark here. You could do a King Hiss or a uh, Cobra Con because he's got the 16 inch pythons. They're right there. <laughs> All right, we got more people joining. Uh, hi, we, we our show is over. We were just yeah. yeah this is just yeah. This is after credit scene. After credits. Uh, we, oh, we we're, we have a missed opportunity with these after credits. A little rambles. We need to set up our set stuff up like the Marvel Cinematic Universe does. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. 
Oh, that, Except that our show is very news based, so we were like, if we're going to tease the future news that we the, don't know. Oh, this is when the hashtag in the future segment needs to, in the future. Marvel will announce it owns Batman. <laughs> oh, you didn't know that? Yeah. In the future, there will be a streaming service that collects all your favorite things from streaming services. Oh, wait. um how big is warner brothers do you think disney will ever attempt to buy it and if they did do you think i mean they would try but at what point so are monopoly monopoly laws just mute now like i mean i know corporations can basically just do whatever they want but monopoly issues seem to come up a lot back in the day but you don't hear hardly anything about it now because uh, there's yeah. no way he hasn't run into that yet. I mean, they kind of are a monopoly at this point. Right. Yeah. Uh, just something I don't know. They don't, they don't consider, I don't know if they consider entertainment the same way. And I don't know why, you know, I mean like well, when you own most of everything, then it's not a competitive uh, free market system anymore. And uh, yeah, that, that's, that's kind of destroys the whole thing. capitalism, which is, yeah, our, our economy based on it. All says they tried to stop the Disney Fox merger. Yeah, I mean, I know there was a lot of there was kind of some controversy there, but it didn't seem to matter. It went through anyway. We tried to stop a lot of things, but okay, whatever. It's... We'll just have to have a revolution and fix it all later. We'll fix it in post. We'll fix it in post. Yep. All right, everybody, we really got to get out of here. So uh, if you're still around, thanks again. And thanks again for listening. We'll be back later in another date, Wednesday specifically. <laughs> <laughs> another date, Wednesday. And uh, Grolic Cinematic Universe will be up tomorrow. So look up Grolic Cinematic Universe. Woohoo! Talk to you later, everybody. Bye. Bye, Matt D. Bye, Paul. Bye, everybody else who's listening. Bye, Bye everybody.